2: Good morning and welcome to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk Radio. It's time to say enough is enough. It's time to stem the tide of sexism in this country, and it's time to make a stand against the rampant discrimination poisoning the well of gender politics, okay? From Killing Eve to Doctor Who, television is being taken over by women. A museum has had to apologise today for changing the spelling of women to take the men part out of it. I am not joking. And the backlash against strictly comedian Sean Walsh for snogging a woman who wasn't his girlfriend is so out of proportion it's now actually time to defend him. He's obviously a bit of a creep. He's obviously a bit of a wally. However, he has not committed is it a major capital crime in this country? Today, I'm starting to fight back for the greatest oppressed minority ever. That is, of course, men. 0344 499 1000. is here, and I'm hoping she will join me in my quest for true equality of the sexes. It's time to stop bashing men and celebrating all the things we're brilliant at. Instead, 0344 499 I will recommend anybody come straight to air uh, who is a man uh, and who has got something nice to say about men. Coming up later on, we'll find out if woolly pajamas are the secret to a good night's sleep, and we'll be asking whether revealing any kind of pay gap in the workplace is actually a good idea? An 18 million quid to police Donald Trump? Are you having a laugh? You're listening to me, Mike Graham and Dawn Neeson on Talk Radio, the Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. I'm fed up, Dawn. I've had enough. Up to here with it, I am.
3: Good morning, Mr. Graham. Very Where good are morning, you? Dawn. Very nice yeah. to see you, and yeah. thank you so thank much you. for joining
2: us on this auspicious Thursday. It's going Thursday. to be an
3: absolute pleasure. Well, I can do you know tell. what I mean?
2: I mean, is it not getting ridiculous now? I mean, this guy's Sean, right? And he's on the front pages again for about the fourth day in a row, saying, "I'm not perfect." Well, what man is no, perfect? Exactly, you know. Yes. I mean, still, Katia, the woman who's married. Who has snogged him as well, and was takes two to tango, if you'll pardon the dancing pun. Um, you know, she appears to be getting off scot free.
3: Well, th- there is a reason for this, yes. and it, I'll, I'll explain it in baby steps for Please you, so do. you understand. Because it. you know, we're not being very smart either, man. man. You know, we don't
2: have the biggest brains as women, do we? No. Well, it depends, where you, it depends where you keep them, love. I keep my brains all over myself.
3: <laughs> However, the yes. reason Sean is getting uh, worse still and, and and being sort of like had to go out more yeah. is because of the note that his long. Suffering girlfriend put out on social media. Oh, yes.
2: I'm not a victim.
3: I'm not a victim. I don't agree with what she did, by the way. And she accused him of psychological bullying, and it's been a bit nasty to her for ages. Because that's not what
2: she's doing at all, is it? Psychological bullying.
3: She was just much cleverer about it. So she put that out on social media. So that is why he is getting more stick than Katia because Katia's other half, her husband, I agree, she's married um, and she shouldn't definitely be doing this. They're both in the wrong, equally in the wrong. But Katia's other half has said nothing. Yes. So it it's down to Sean's partner who has made him get all this stick and she knew exactly what she was doing no but this kind of not tyranny. Victim, I no, but there
2: is this kind of tyranny of feminism where everybody's standing together and saying you know we survived it as well you know it's not the holocaust we're talking about we're talking about somebody going out uh, one night having a bit too much to drink snogging somebody outside of a pub you know the number of times this goes on I could probably count on the fingers of a million hands I mean it happens all the time yeah. this is not a massive crime get over it women for heaven's sake it's
3: not (laughs) Ha ha ha. Yeah. it's not a massive crime I agree but it is what he has also been accused of in the relationship that is making him out to be more the villain, villain even than the lovely catcher yeah but
2: we don't even know if that's true I mean she comes out and know. says absolutely. all that no. I mean everyone takes her word for no, it absolutely. right oh yeah he's been gaslighting me for years yeah. well what are you doing there then yeah well
3: I mean apart from the fact I didn't even know what gaslighting meant up yeah. until the other day um, I, I don't understand why if she was sort of like you know feeling so victimised even though she declared she's not a victim why she didn't leave him yeah. why was she Oh, because she was
2: trapped by her love. Trapped by the cat.
3: Yeah. Which she's kept, by the way, folks. Um. But why was she sitting in that strictly audience, cheering him on all the time? I love him. I love him. He's marvellous. Clapping and everything. And sort of like putting stuff out on social media. And the very next day, after this kiss, she she, she does that sort of like, you know, he's been bullying me for years. He's a psychological sort of like bully. He's aggressive towards me. He tries to, you know, gaslighting, which makes her out to sound like she's mad. That's what it means, evidently.
2: Yeah, well, she does sound mad, to be honest. Well, but that's sh- another story.
3: Yeah, but Katia's husband has said absolutely nothing. There's right. a picture of him out walking the dog today, looking a bit ashen-faced and a yeah. bit sort of like, you know, but a bit you sad. But you know as well but... as I
2: do, Dawn, it's not just the fact that he hasn't said anything that's led to all this. It's because everybody wants to jump all over any bloke, uh, because every bloke apparently uh, is a potential rapist. Every man is a potential molester no, of I... women. Every man now is a villain of the piece, unless proved otherwise. Mike,
3: right? you will be a little bit shocked to hear that I do agree with you. I think the hashtag me movement has... Not been helpful to men in general, yes. and not been helpful to the relationship between men and women.
2: Well, some women are at least beginning to turn now and say things like, "Actually, the Me Too movement hasn't been terribly helpful." No, in fact, even the woman who started it, uh, who was originally yes, accusing Ar- has, Harvey Weinstein yep. uh, of uh, of actually raping her, yep. has actually said that the Me Too movement has done more damage to genuine victims like her it has. Uh, than it has yes, helped other women
3: because it's now inclusive for people that have been wolf whistled, and that's hashtag Me Too. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you know you've been raped or sexually assaulted, right. and it has gone too far, and it is driving a divide between the sexes.
2: And I think it's time to call a halt to it. Paloma Faith is the latest one to join in, I'm oh, afraid. Where she her. comes out and goes, men couldn't cope with motherhood, they drop dead. Well, guess what? Paloma, men have to cope with a lot of this things, is, including is... fatherhood and motherhood, and they become parents just like their mothers yeah. do. They become parents just like their fathers yeah, did, you... and it's quite a tough job all round. So don't make out that somehow women are, are the only people that can do she, anything. She is
3: talking like she's the only woman that's ever given birth.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you know, again, it's absolute nonsense. We've sa- we got a museum as well trying to take the word men out of women. I love this story. I, I mean, For God's it's sake. they
3: spell women with an X. Yeah. Rather than the A, they put an X yeah. in there. Because so,
2: women shouldn't have to be related to men no, in any way. And it's
3: inclusive of people that aren't quite sure what they are. Exactly. Male, female, potatoes.
4: Yeah. I've had know. enough.
2: I've had enough. I promise you. Let's talk to Mary who's in Birmingham. Hi, Mary.
3: Hi,
4: Mary. Hello. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I-, I listen to all the shows on Talk Radio. Though. Thank you. All- and what I love is the fact that You all speak your mind. We do. Yes. And we need that in the world. I think so. I'll just go on now about my take on all of this. Mm. I don't like anybody speaking on my behalf. My idea of feminism is what I choose it to be. I don't go under a blanket definition of what feminism is. Right. I personally like men to be chivalrous, and I think men are different to women they're equal we're each as good as each other but i think men are different are wired differently to women yes and therefore we can't expect Men and women to behave the
3: same. No, well, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? If we were all the same, it'd be really boring. It would be really boring. And listen, really boring. And, let me,
2: and let me make it very clear, Mary. I'm all in favour of equality in every single yeah, sphere he of, is of, actually of, a feminist. of existence. You know, I do consider myself to be a feminist, in as much as I don't believe men should get more money than women for doing a job. I don't believe that men should be allowed to do jobs because only men can do them. I think women can do absolutely every job that men can do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love women, and I and I and I respect women, and I support women. And Uh, We have a a woman prime minister. You know, we've got a queen. The idea idea that we somehow live in a world where men dominate everything is a nonsense.
4: And it's just it's almost painful to see how hard the politically correct try to make things not balanced, but in favour of women. Um, that's why I used to listen to BBC radio, but I've stopped now because Good. it's so painful. It is. Mm. These poor men, they're like rabbits in headlights, yep. mm. so afraid that they're going to be suddenly labelled mm. as anti-women. Or, And yet it's all right for women to do it to men, but it's not all right for men to do it to women. I don't know if you remember in the lift when um, Beyonce's sister um, oh, yes, yes, pummeled. Beyonce's husband and there was absolutely nothing Hmm. really said about that. Now if that had been a man who'd done it to a woman like this, you know we'd never have heard the end of it I think there's unfair rules that men are targeted and women aren't. That's my own take. I think you're absolutely
2: right Mary. And what about this guy from Strictly? I mean he's getting a hell of a shellacking for doing something that an awful lot of people do including women.
4: And can I just say I'm sorry, Matt. I'm probably hogging the, the airwaves. But the other thing it is, he married. It. She made vows. Yes. He never made a vow to be broken to his girlfriend. Exactly. He never said, "I will stay with you forever and I will be blah blah blah." And um, she did. So he's he's broken no rule mm. in terms of his relationship with his girlfriend. And quite frankly, I think she's come out as quite narcissistic yes. since posting her mm. tweets. So maybe she wasn't the easiest little person to live with either. No. So maybe he felt a bit of relaxation exactly. going. Exactly. Wanted
2: to get away from her. her. Listen, Mary, what a sensible woman you, you are. Mary. Thank you so much for bringing some decorum and and brilliance to this debate. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Having this, they're now usurping the BG song and having a woman sing it. That's not right, that shouldn't be the original version, shouldn't it? Well, that's why? a BG song, what,
3: well, yeah, but we sung are... by men, yes. We're doing a
2: show about men being usurped by women. Mark's doing it deliberately now to wind me up.
3: Well, you don't need any more winding up, please stop doing that right now. He doesn't need any more winding <laughs> now, up. Now,
2: Jim, who's obviously a self loathing male, has written in he says things men are good at football, driving, uh, that's it.
3: <laughs> I don't actually. I should... Before, a bit harsh, before uh, Jim, Harriet sort of like went a bit excitable on the phone there, and uh, am I allowed to say excitable? I don't
2: think you can, oh, no. Okay, you can't okay. do that because you angry. are deliberately now trying to diminish her as a woman. But
3: you can be excitable. I'm yes, a woman, you can. I can say she was excitable, she can was excitable, you? she was angry. You just she can't was... say
2: hysterical, apparently. Well, apparently women have reclaimed that word and only they can use it. Well,
3: therefore, I'm a woman. Yeah, I think last time I checked so, so I can, can say, say she it. was hysterical yeah. but she wasn't hysterical she was making a fair point any case yeah. I was going to ask before uh, Harriet uh, we were speaking to uh, what are men actually good at?
2: What are men? We're good at everything trust yeah. me there are some men who are inevitably the most stupid people you'll ever meet on the planet mm, pretty much equally to most of equally, you. there are plenty of stupid women out there as well no, I agree. the only difference is that women get away with being stupid because they are able to somehow blame men for their own stupidity no, whereas no. men don't, don't blame anybody they basically have no, to take because the blame no, for if you go else. back
3: women have been sort of like labeled the dumb blonde and all that sort of thing for years well there so, are dumb
2: blondes around there yes, are dumb blonde men and yes, dumb blonde women yes, And if you're are. a dumb blonde i'm going to call you one
3: but 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 women have put up with those sort of cliches for years so they what? put up with anything well no but they have done they have done and now it's like now we should all be equal Feminism means yeah, that men not, and we? women are
2: equal. Yeah, but yes, we're not. But we are. No, we're not. Let's no, talk I... to Hugh and ask him his advice on this one. Hugh, Hugh a very good morning hello. to you. Are men and women equal?
0: Morning, guys.
2: Uh, and yes, I think they are. Thank you. Um, but you know, I've got two points to
0: make about this ridiculous situation. Yes. Firstly, it's just a flipping kiss.
3: You know, <laughs> Hugh, he was kissing the wrong person. No, well,
2: he wasn't. You've he got was. a real hang-up about this. As I if do. somebody cheated on you I, in the past and no, you've never, never got over it. No, I
3: believe in fidelity. When you go to the talk, talk Radio
0: Christmas party this year, um, I'm I am not <laughs> you'll, you'll see uh, at least ten people kissing someone they shouldn't be kissing.
3: Well, that is up to them. But have I you been to one of our parties,
2: Hugh? <laughs>
0: <Well>, I've, <been, laughs> I've been to similar parties. Yeah. You know, and these guys are in show business. They're all loveys. Yeah. Um, You know, they kiss everybody they meet. Yeah. Um, no doubt, male and female. No, with and tongues. And in the end of the day, it's just a kiss. I mean, if we, if we are going to actually go have this sort of furore and relationships break it up over a kiss, those relationships aren't very solid. Exactly. So Fair play to the plain. dancer husband who hasn't said a word. Mm-hmm. And he's just probably you know, had, a, had a little bit of a discussion with his wife about how he didn't appreciate it very much, and they're getting on with life. Mm-hmm. Secondly... Um, Sean Walsh is, is reasonably well known. If you watch the sort of comedy panel shows, you will have seen him.
2: Yeah, I, um, I, I must confess, I had never heard of him until no. this week. No,
0: no, no, obviously not everybody has, but you know, I certainly never heard of her. Uh, and everybody knows her name now. Um, and she kicked up this storm. The the the, uh, the girlfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, she's, she's an actress, the one who, isn't she? who went out on on Twitter and, and really made it into the furore it
2: is. Yeah. Um, and she also basically destroyed the guy's reputation. I mean, far worse yeah. than anything he may or may not have done to her. Well, She's destroyed he, his, he his reputation.
0: Hugh, the this was... I don't a... think it's destroyed him. I mean, I mean you know, if he laughs it off, he'll probably be in the jungle for £100,000 at Christmas. Well, yeah. Um, but this was a know, relationship that was obviously on the rocks, she wasn't it? A yeah. career boost out of it as well. You know? No,
2: but I mean, she's basically sent out a warning to all women that this guy uh, is a gaslighter, this guy will ruin you, this guy will sort of, uh, you know, mentally torture you uh, with his abuse. That's what she said.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, is anybody taking any notice of what she said? I'm certainly not. You know, it's just... it's well, just we're doing a, a whole show,
2: on it, Hugh?
3: <laughs> 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 and you phoned in, <laughs> Hugh, by the way, just saying... Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I don't yeah. know. I just think, it, you know, it's, it's a very... What are you, some kind of dumb blonde. In, ...in the media or in show business <laughs> to get their names in the paper and, to, you know, to, and she's Yeah, but
2: you know, Hugh, we, we're not just talking about Strictly. It's sim- that is simply a symptom of what I see as this, you know, not so much creeping as absolutely roaring kind of onslaught of feminism, which is absolutely diminishing masculinity.
0: No, I quite agree. I mean, you, know, you, you do wonder
3: what you can do anymore. Um, but it's, but the, the, the point is, you're wrong, because it is not feminism doing this. Well, it they're is, calling it feminism. They're calling it feminism, but they're wrong to call it feminism. Well, what should they call it? A, a, being an idiot, because a proper feminist <laughs> just believes that men and women are equal and women have the right to choose how to live their own lives. That's it. Full stop. No more. Yeah. So all of this is not anything to do with feminists. It's about women being idiots, to be honest with you. There yeah. you go. And it.
2: taking advantage. Hugh, thanks very much for doing. Thank you, got you. to move on because Patrick is in Belfast. Hi, Patrick.
1: Hi, good morning, folks. Hi, morning. Patrick. What would
2: you like to say, Patrick? What do you reckon?
1: I have two points. I'll, I'll talk the first point about your discussion today. Yeah. Now, I have two grown-up daughters who are extremely strong-willed, they re- remind me very much of Dawn. They speak their mind. Oh, thank you. They, they do not um, they do not mix the words. Mm. You know, if it's... They they call a spade a spade. If it's black, it's black. If it's white, it's white. You know, there, there's no middle ground with them. Yeah. Now, the whole thing about the, the, the kiss thing, I think it's just blown out of all proportions for the simple fact, and I'm not being sexist, it's my point of view, all I seem to think is... There's one winner in this, and that's the the ex girlfriend who is obviously gonna, you know, try and get some other type of career out well, of it. Well,
2: she's another one I'd never heard of until this all happens. She's supposed to be an actress, she's right? An actress.
1: Well, I mean, I haven't heard of both of them, right? And and personally, I don't really care, right? You know, it's a kiss. Exactly. It's no big deal. It's you know, it's not as if they've went away and they've had a tour of fur. No, I know. Well, they might have done, well, we But don't we don't know that yet. But we don't know that. But
2: no, you're absolutely right. But as I say, Patrick, my argument this morning is not simply about that. It's about how that is an illustration of how crazy the world has become when it comes to blaming men for everything and letting women get away with anything they like.
1: Well, it's not so much letting women get away with everything the leg makes, but it seems to be that whenever something happens, um, an awful lot of women. We'll turn round from, from what I'm, you know, from today's perspective, they will turn around and say, it's not my fault. Right. Um, I- it's somebody else's fault. It's not me. I'm not strong enough because I'm Dominique by a man. Uh-huh. Now, whose fault is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stop. It's, it's like
2: oh. those comedy shows you see where, the, you know, the bloke or the woman or whoever it is that happens to be being oppressed goes, stop oppressing me. It's like nobody's oppressing you. Get That's over a it. great
3: point because, uh, Patrick, that is bang on the, on the nail there because I think women now are making themselves out to be victims more and more. I know um, his girlfriend said, I am not a victim. She started her statement by saying I'm not she a victim. She didn't mean it, though. No, she didn't. She means mm. I am a victim. Yes. Yeah. That's what she meant. And this is what really, really annoys me about all this thing. It's women are being victims. Yeah. They're making themselves making victims. Making themselves victims. We're not victims. We are stronger and better than that. Like and your daughters.
1: Make, the second point that I wanted to make was, I, I'm not sure why you were, but for the last five years, I've been trying to get a job mm. and I keep getting turned around and saying, you're too overqualified. So basically, it, it's thanks to you, your show, and all the the extra hosts the presenters the guest presenters that you have on it i have now got a job well done Oh, brilliant well congratulations done. great stuff so i have what, what are you
4: doing
1: well basically you well, depression is a is a a terrible thing and it's not a man thing it's not a woman thing it's not a transgender thing it happens throughout the whole broad spectrum of just human life so your your show has enabled me whenever i'm down I listen to all your debates, and your debates cover everything.
3: Oh, good for you. And
1: that that's what's so good about it. So whenever I've got depressed or I feel sorry for myself in, in some way of a, a way, I listen to your show and I, I realise to myself that, you know, there is other people out there who are worse off than me. So on the bad days, when I listen to your show, it perks me up. Excellent. So I have now... Managed to get a job, and the, the most beautiful thing was that my 15-year-old son came up to me, and he said, um, sorry, <laughs> I'm getting a bit emotional.
2: Oh, Patrick, Patrick, listen, <laughs> listen you're going to get me going in a minute. I mean, Aww. it's a fantastic story you're telling
1: us. My 15-year-old son came up to me, and he says, Dad, I'm so proud of you because I know what you've came through.
2: Wow. And that makes everything worthwhile, oh, doesn't Patrick, it? I mean, if, when your children talk to you like that, Patrick, yeah. there is nothing better, I tell you.
1: So, Mike, um, for me and for my family and the Dawn and all the rest of your guest presenters, I'd just like to say thank you very much for getting me through the dark days.
2: Patrick you're Patrick, more than welcome and, and, and makes it makes it all you. worthwhile for us to know that you know we're doing some good out there uh, as well as uh, oh. annoying the hell out of an awful lot of people too Patrick thank you so much and good you. luck with the new job as well what a lovely what a lovely call is,
3: moved huh? real men cry people. real men do real cry men do cry, I cry. a tear in the eye I there. cry every Absolutely. time I get
2: oppressed by women Good afternoon and welcome to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk Radio. We've been having a fascinating conversation this morning. Dawn Leeson is here, of course. Uh, we've just been talking about Katie Price and her prevails. We've also been talking about the gender problem in this country where men are becoming more and more the downtrodden sex. Not allowed to do anything, not allowed to say anything, not allowed to go anywhere, not allowed to kiss anyone, not allowed to hug anyone, not allowed to get a job. Absolutely extraordinary state of affairs. three344. 499 1000. I'll get the debts there uh, from Ms. Neeson here. It hasn't here. shut you up, has it? Well, it hasn't. Fortunately, well, I am the sole beacon of light on this issue. Whoa. See, nobody else is speaking out about it apart from me. Beacon of light. I'm trailblazing. Right. And yeah. don't forget Hurricane Michael over in the United States of America, uh, the hardest hitting hurricane of all time. It
3: was actually described as the biggest, ugliest one, actually, in the paper well, I was reading. You can't
2: have it all, I'm did afraid you see the life. aerial
3: shot. It I looked did. like a skull. Yeah, I know. It looked like a skull. I that know. Was really cute.
2: Astonishing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Now, coming up in this hour, we're going to talk about funding the police. Because the police are always moaning and groaning about they haven't got enough money to look after us, they haven't got enough money to prosecute enough people, they haven't got enough cells to put people in, they're having to close down police stations, they haven't got anything uh, resource wise to work with. They've just found eighteen million quid, Dawn, to pay for Donald Trump's visit. Yay. I find that quite extraordinary. Yeah. You'll listen to me, Mike Graham and Dawn Leeson on Talk Radio. The independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Now you will recall, of course, the visit of Donald Trump, the President of the United States of America, mm. and how upset. Set lots of people got yes. about the fact that he was coming to yes. our fair shores. Uh, David Lammy MP was going to be standing on the ramparts demonstrating. Yeah, yeah, Owen yeah, yeah. Jones, that little bloke that works for the Guardian, uh, who everybody dislikes oh, in, that intensely. Oh, uh, that's well-known journalist. That's him. Yes, the one who uh, writes some ridiculous columns in a mm-hmm. paper that even his own party now are boycotting <laughs> because apparently it's anti-labor. You know, um, everybody hates Donald Trump apparently in this country. Uh, and the police thought it necessary to hire twenty-six thousand extra shifts. While he yes. was here, because he went to so many different parts of the country. He, look, he Scotland, was travelling around. He wasn't was he? over in Windsor, yeah. he was in London. They had to bring people in from yeah. other parts of the country to do the shifts. Now, look, I've got every confidence that the police have done the right thing. I've got every confidence that the police do a very, very good job when they do it. Protecting uh, other heads of state from other countries, and that's all fine. What I'm worried about is where this money suddenly comes from. It's it the, it's no the
3: secret money tree, Mike. Yeah. come on, there is always a where secret, the money, secret money, tree money tree when the government need one. Yeah, where is they, it, though? They Can shake I get my it hands and it miraculously it? happens.
2: Yeah, I have no idea. I'm finding it slightly but 18 weird. 18
3: million, I, look, when a figure starts getting above several hundred thousand, the yeah. millions thing confuses me. I can't yes. quite get my head around it. Well, they, they have bit.
2: broken it down to something like 26,000 shifts. Yeah, uh, of something 10, like 10,000 officers. So I mean, they have put a value on it. Yeah. But let's talk to a man who will know a lot more about this, Di Davis, former Chief Superintendent of the Metropolitan Police. Die, a uh, very good afternoon to you. Hi, Di.
5: Uh, good afternoon to you, Thank
2: sir. you very much indeed for joining us. You know, we do hear all the time the cops haven't got any money. Where do they find 18 million?
5: Well, I suspect it comes from a Home Office uh, budget funding for this kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I suppose it's the price we all pay for for living in a democracy and allowing all these people uh, in my opinion, foolishly, to do... You know, it costs a lot of money. I'd much rather go and spend that money catching burglars or paedophiles myself.
2: Well, indeed. But, I, I mean, you can't, you, can't, you can't close the country down to the visiting heads of state, though, die, much as you might like to.
5: Well, absolutely, and that's why the police, in their wisdom, need this kind of manpower. But I do sometimes, having, you know, watched and been a policeman for many, many years, nearly 50 years now, Um, What I do say is quite often they over-egg the custard. And uh, I've been with Prince Michael and others where it's absolutely over the top uh, the kind of, you know, numbers they require. And again, with royal weddings, if you look at the thousands there, You know, we find them from somewhere, but are you trying to find a copper to come and investigate your burden these days? It's impossible. Fair point. I I am cynical about uh, the numbers used and whether we quite often we have the numbers to protect our collective backsides. (laughs)
2: Well, indeed. I mean, the trouble is, though, I would say, Di, why does it have to be one or the other? Why can't we do both? Why can can we say, well, you know, just because we can find 18 million uh, to to fund the uh, the policing of Donald Trump's visit, why can't we find another 18 million uh, to do something else with?
5: Well, uh, in in terms of the total police budget for this country, it's minuscule here. You know, it is in billions. Um, The other thing we have is we've got 43 forces in England and Wales. I honestly think it's time we amalgamated a few of them, got rid of a few chiefs, got rid of their huge pensions, mine included. I'm talking against myself here. (laughs) Seriously, we we really need, we don't need 43 chief constables and all the the minions that go underneath them. You know, we still have Victorian structures and systems. In the Met, I think there are 11 ranked, my sergeant, A son is a sergeant. He's as capable as most chief superintendents. He doesn't need nine layers above him. You know, what we should do is really look at the structures of policing in this country, get our priorities right, because frankly, at the moment, we've totally, totally off our real priorities which is catching bad people and putting them in prisons yeah. that we don't apparently have enough hope.
3: Yeah.
2: No, mm. indeed. I mean, obviously, judging um, uh, where police spend most of their time, they seem to also be more than happy uh, to take part in all manner of, you know, parades up and down the, the land, Notting Hill carnivals uh, and all the rest of it, rather than actually walking the streets when there's nothing going on.
5: Well, you know, you have a point there. We really got to look at how we deploy. We got to prioritise. I mean, obviously. But do you really need. 43 chief constables, 43 deputies, 43 assistants and then directors and all this one and that one. They all have different budgets. They all outsource from different uh, vehicles and all the rest of it. It's time this nonsense stops. I remember talking to Jack Straw, our chairman of London's chief Supers and Supers, you know, and he said, you can't do it politically. Well, frankly, do we want proper policing or do we need have what we have at the moment? is right. isn't proper policing.
2: So, I mean,
3: sorry, go on. I to say, Di, how do you feel that, obviously, we've got our own Princess Eugenie's wedding coming up on Friday? Oh, yay! And that's another huge police <laughs> bill for the taxpayer. Um, and we're suddenly well, finding a couple of me I think it's two, three million for that now.
5: Yeah, well, the truth is, nobody will stand up to either a politician's home secretary and say, look, let's stop this nonsense. Let's stop this. If, it, if it's not worthwhile, if it doesn't... You know, everybody else is apparently, we, we've been in austerity. Why should certain elements in society, and whether it's politicians or anyone else who fly around the world, or royals, we've got to stop. But nobody has the balls to actually say enough is enough. Mm. And it's the same with these constables. Everybody doesn't want to cock up, if and when a royal or a whatever visit. And that's the truth of the matter. Mm. They all want their CBEs, yeah. they all want their knighthoods.
2: That's the and thing, don't get me isn't
5: it? On the Deputy commission, uh, will you?
2: I mean, what about the uh, the forty-three uh, that you speak about—the forty-three chief constables and the forty-three different sort of forces in the land? What would you break that down into? Would you make it down into like four or one or what?
5: Yeah, well, here in Wales, I've had one police force. That's absolutely—we mm. don't need four. Right. In Scotland, they manage very well with Police Scotland. Yes, there are some hiccups, but there always will be. Right. In England, I I break it down into regions. Um. But we really need, whether it's in public order, where we have a form of CRS to deal with this nonsense that goes on yeah. when anybody gets shot or what have you, we have a riot. Um, You've know, you really got to restructure how we're doing it and make it more cost-effective and have leaders who don't bottle it when people come at them with knives, that you have real leadership in this country, which sadly in my very biased opinion, is so lacking in so many areas, including the police.
3: Mm. Do you think there's a political reason the police force is being kept the way it is?
5: Well, oh, I don't know about that. I'm too, I'm, I'm too old and sick to think about <laughs> things like that. But seriously, I just... uh, the politics come into it. We've got these idiotic police commissioners. What are you saying? You know, you've got ex-inspectors, now police commissioners, telling here in North Wales, the chief constable, and select him.
2: The world has gone mad. Yes. Mm. It's gone mad. Well, don't worry, Di. It's not just in the world of policing that the world has gone mad. No, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Gone mad, it is uh, everywhere. In general. But yeah, I just I mean... these
5: people with a bit more ethical standards, more structure in life, and a willingness to stand up and be counted. You know, I travel the world. I'm off to, 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 on a cruise lecturing uh, on Sunday down to South Africa. Very nice. And people say, oh, you wouldn't say that if you were at home. Well, you probably can. Yes, I Yes, do. you
3: would, wouldn't you? Which is good and, for you. And I
5: do, and I care passionately about policing. I care passionately about protecting the ordinary men and women who live on estates, who every day their lives are being quieted by little little criminals who the criminal justice system simply can't deal mm. with. You've got to get a grip in this country, otherwise we're going down the path Dye. So
3: many different areas. Absolutely, Di. Do you think there is an argument for us sending the bill to say when President Trump was over here? So sort of like you know the uh, the, the millions of pounds worth of police that we uh, employed on that. Do you think we could send them the bill and they should pay their fair share of that?
5: Well, in diplomatic terms, you couldn't you couldn't because they look after our Mrs. May and others when they go over there. So it's a balance. It's called reciprocity. I'm sure it's she doesn't cost that much though. <laughs> Well, I don't know, you know, that when I've traveled the world and I have with with royals and others uh, and VIPs, you'd be amazed what the costs Mm. amount to. And again, I just think we need a degree of common sense and plain talking for once and just tell the truth Mm. as it is Mm. instead of avoiding it all the time and not telling. But, you know, I just get so angry when I I see the waste that goes on in the police in other areas of, of public life. Uh, and and again as i say we really don't need 11 ranks in london to police mostly very sensible men and women
2: no Mm. indeed i mean there is a precedent isn't there though for handing off the cost because they do it when they police football matches we've had cases where the police have said that they won't police football matches unless the the football team and the football club will actually stump up the money so i mean they could pass some of it on could not they
5: as always in life there's a you know, we business people, including us Welsh, um, we, we have a, a fairly balanced. We think, is it fair? Is it reasonable? Use that as your, uh, you know, clinso line, and you won't go far wrong. Is it reasonable? It's my best word in the English language. Is that reasonable? I,
3: I think and it'd be fairly reasonable. reasonable. The,
5: moment, the way we're carrying
2: on.
3: No, I think it'd be fairly reasonable for us to shove an invoice into Princess Eugenie for the wedding on Friday. I think that since no have
2: the no a keeler specialist. Well, yeah.
3: As, as you apparently, you are the Republican and what have you, I can understand <laughs> the point from you, um,
5: but seriously... Uh, Listen, I'm all in favour of the really royal
2: family, die. I just don't want these hangers-on uh, sort of to, to pay for. Well, I'm more I than think, happy to uh, pay for the Queen.
5: I think Uncle Charles will probably agree with you, and, and uh, Auntie uh, uh, Camilla, who, who apparently isn't coming. Mm. So no, She's, uh, you uh, you she's attending another event, her, isn't she? And, you might say, yeah, you might say, yeah, and I'm all for a slim down. Look at the Danes, look at the Dutch, look at all the well, Norwegians. They all go to work. Mm.
3: Yes, exactly.
5: I think we need to have a bit of realism there. and stop. Uh, somebody, but the trouble is nobody will say it. Well, perhaps Mr Corbyn might. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want him either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, Di, you've possibly made the most sense of any guest we've ever had on this show. You must come back again. Yeah.
5: When I come back for my... Uh, when, your cruise, uh, yeah, when you come cruise, back from your cruise. I'll, I'll come down and, and you can do a feature on this idiotic ex-chief super that you've got. Yes. You know, I've got strong opinions. And I was chairman of London's chief supers for a while. Right. So, and I've been around the world so many times now. And I've seen different kinds of policing. I do honestly feel that I have the a, a life experience to give some education to some of these... Uh, people who who bottle it when Mm. people come out of with knives, and I get so angry about things like that when leaders bottle it. Um, I've, I've been accused of many things, but I've never been that's Coward, this isn't
2: one of, of them, no. No, indeed. When well, Will you be getting off the boat in South Africa, or are you just going sort of down there and coming back? No,
5: yeah, well, I've got to go off to a horrible place called the Seychelles. No. This a tough life, see, isn't it, retired see, coppers?
2: told us the second-class version mail, of the Somebody cruise. has to do it. No? Somebody's <laughs> gonna do it. Well, I'll tell you what, when you come back, you can tell us whether the Seychelles is in danger of disappearing underwater thanks oh, to global no, warming, no. or uh, what? How, how the South African situation is, because it's pretty rough down there these days.
5: Yeah, well, a lot of the people on the ship will be South Africans uh, going home after their period up here. But right. uh, it's an interesting I've done it before, it's a... Seychelles is horrible you wouldn't like it it's hot sunny
3: no it sounds <laughs> sounds really grim
2: <laughs> full of cocktails yeah. at 5 o'clock mm. yeah shocking listen Di, brilliant stuff thank Thanks, you very Di, much indeed. Davis, former chief superintendent of the met i had no idea that there was 41 43 separate i did not know i didn't know how it's broken down country, like that all of which have as he says quite rightly nine levels of uh, b- bureaucracy above the level of sergeant lots of people how bonkers is having that?
3: meetings about having meetings yeah. and spending money on those meetings yeah. and then doing
2: and then having the audacity uh, to prance about in various sort of, you know, uh, states of undress at various events well, yeah, across Nottingham the Hill. land. Uh,
3: but you never see one walking down the street. Well,
2: you never see them walking down the street in Hill, Except for when the is When they're dancing, on, I know. Having a dance. I mean, I it's know. not. I mean, I don't mind people having fun. But you know, do your job first, please, for yeah. heaven's sake. And also, by the way, uh, the old uh, uh, royal wedding, as it's rather uh, mistakenly called, uh-huh. there's nothing royal about it.
3: Some bird uh, a salesman. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's going to cost us upwards of four million quid in policing. Now, surely well, to well, heaven. Four million.
3: four million? I thought it was two. Well, it's four.
2: between two and four. Wow. Nobody seems very sure. Wow. I mean, I'm sure the cops will find the money from somewhere, uh, from the hidden money tree, as you said before. But surely there's an argument to say that they should pick up that bill. Surely. there is. Even if now, it's only half of it.
3: No, but the Queen is going to be there, and she obviously does need protection. That's fine. but that should, I don't but, mind but, paying but for that. But hang on, the
2: Queen's protection squad is already paid for. Yeah, yeah, you of know, course. Yeah, fair point. She's already, yeah. she's already got that covered.
3: But we are paying to look after the likes of... George Clooney. Yeah. Robbie Williams.
2: Are they all going, are they? Yeah.
3: Pay for yourself. Why are they going? I don't, don't even know. know this bloke, the tequila I bloke, do they? Yeah,
2: well, well, Jose Cuervo, Clooney. name is. Clooney
3: runs a tequila business, doesn't he? Does so, he? Yeah. I didn't
2: know that. Yeah. I thought he ran a coffee business. <laughs> <He just laughs> tequila, no, that's an that. no. for Well, why does not he advertise the tequila business? He runs doesn't a tequila that business, business
3: so that the, the, the groom, Jack, whatever his name is, Oh, what, I see. Oh, called? they're connected, are they? See, they're
2: connected, Yay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yay. Yay. See, I'm so out of touch with the subis world. Robbie Williams, I've got no idea what he's doing. Robbie Williams? Well, hopefully not singing.
1: Across the UK, online and on.